Hey guys, it's Chris. Um, I think, yeah, no, no episode this week. Um, I, I think going forward, what we're going to do with the podcast is we'll, we'll probably just record an episode when we have, uh, an idea of like some fun thing we want to do, like a tier list or a three by three. Um, or if we have something to say about a thing going on, um, we're playing it kind of fast and loose, you know, um, this is a very casual thing. Um, we mostly just want a space to talk about things and sometimes we don't have things to talk about. And, and I think probably a large portion of that this last couple weeks, or especially this last week is, um, you know, over the, over the weekend, I spent most of my time and Hayden spent a lot of his time, um, playing multiplayer games. Uh, we played a lot of Halo because the new season of Halo is, uh, looking pretty good looking like Halo Infinite's getting in kind of a cool spot. Um, and then honestly, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch because, um, at this point, I, I mostly play single player games, but if a friend comes to me and says, Hey, uh, me and two other people are playing this, come play with us. Then I will probably say yes. And I just won't interact with that game and its systems in any way beyond that. Cause I'm never going to buy a skin in overwatch. Uh, I'm never going to buy, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy shit in any live service game. Um, but that all is to say no proper episode this week, but the podcast has always been an excuse for me to talk about things and, 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 and assume that people are listening. Uh, I think we've pretty well established at this point that, uh, people are not listening, um, aside from a few close friends and that's fine. Uh, cause I just need an outlet. So that's what this is. I'm exploring other options for me to get thoughts down that don't really fit in the podcast style you know, for, for a situation that I would just be talking at Hayden about a thing anyway, I'm going to relegate it to these, uh, I'm going to call them game diaries for now. We'll, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, and I just want to, you know, check in with you guys, tell you what I'm doing, maybe recommend a few games, tell you what I'm playing, stuff like that. Um, so this year, this year has been fucking insanity, right? For, for game releases. And we've covered that pretty extensively on the podcast. Like, Tears of the Kingdom towards the start of the year, and then once we got to late summer, it's been hits after hits with Baldur's Gate and Armored Core, Starfield for some people. Um, but then, like, in the summer, Nintendo dropped a Direct, and they announced that the new Mario game, Super Mario Wonder, and Mario RPG were coming out later this year. So, just a few days ago, Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2 released on the same day. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't even realize that was happening until the day that it happened. So, you know, I'm not going to pay for Spider-Man if I can help it. I'm not going to spend $70 on Spider-Man, even though, you know, I recognize as a consumer that that is probably a very well-polished, very feature-full AAA game that is probably worth $70. Uh, I would probably say that the amount of time and enjoyment I got out of the first Spider-Man, probably still a $70 game. Um, I don't have $70 to spend even though I have a PS5, so I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to put that one on the back burner, and I'll wait for a sale, or maybe it'll come to PC, and I'll lose one more reason to even continue to claim ownership of a PS5. Uh, but because of the way that gaming has worked, and, and predominantly I consider myself uh, a player of indie games more than anything, um, but there's been too many AAA games this year to ignore, so <laughs> I, I, I started playing Baldur's Gate, and I got to the end of Act 2, and I, and I very specifically got to the end of Act 2 because I wanted to stop the game at that point because Armored Core was coming out, and I wanted to play Armored Core. 
So I did. I, I, I booted up Armored Core that next day, and I pretty much played nothing else until I was done with that game. And I am done with it. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to it. So that so that's down. But then I didn't, I still, like, Baldur's Gate felt very intimidating with the size that I had left. And, and plus I went from one AAA game to another. And, and when I'm playing indie games, normally those experiences are about 10 hours. They're very easy to digest as far as games go. And so when I got done with Armored Core, I still kind of wanted that. I wanted to just to just play something low stakes, simple, just just crank out a couple games. So I did that. Uh, but Baldur's Gate still sitting on the back burner. And then uh, the Sonic Frontiers DLC came out and then the Cyberpunk DLC came out. And I I felt like I did not give Cyberpunk a proper chance the first time it came out. Um, for very well-documented, very obvious reasons. Uh, the game was broken, and I did not enjoy my time playing it. But Phantom Liberty came out, it came with a 2.0 update, and I thought, well, I, I'll give it a try. I love this world, I love what they're trying to do, I had heard good things about it, so I bought Phantom Liberty, and then I played through Cyberpunk from the beginning. I, I played through, from the beginning, all of the base game, I didn't go right for the DLC, uh, but because of that, because that is another AAA RPG experience, by the time I actually buckled down to get to the DLC, once I had pretty much exhausted all the content from the main game, I started doing the DLC, and then the burnout started hitting me, so I'm taking a break from that now. But I didn't go back to play Baldur's Gate, because I really wanted to try Super Mario Wonder. So I started that last night. Um, oh, and I should also say, actually, in, in between that, when I initially wanted to take a break from Cyberpunk, I played this little indie game called Chants of Sinar. Uh, that's C-H-A-N-T-S of Sinar. Um, you, you can you can figure out how to spell that if you look it up. Um, very cool little game. It's about languages. Uh, you play as this little dude who is exploring, essentially, um, four and a half different societies, all with their own architecture and clothing style and values of a culture and their own written language and so the gameplay is you discovering that language you're sort of guessing what words mean and eventually those things are confirmed and then there's a little bit of translating back and forth between the different languages and there's minor grammar variations it's nothing too complicated they're not fully featured languages of course but just for the sake of building a puzzle game is very interesting and i i enjoyed it a lot um if puzzle games are your jam, I'd recommend checking it out. Um, most of the indie games I'm kind of sitting on right now, a lot of puzzle games. Uh, I think Cocoon is going to have some puzzle elements to it. I'm sitting on Viewfinder. Um, there's a text-based game called I Doesn't Exist that I'm wanting to take a look at. Um, I got a lot of stuff on the back burner. So in the meantime, I fired up Mario Wonder. And I've only played through uh, most of the first world so far. And I don't normally get down with 2D Mario. Uh, I actually have a very similar relationship with Mario that I do with Sonic. I don't really care about 2D Sonic, which is why I'm, I'm perfectly ambivalent towards Sonic Superstars. And, and, and as big of a Sonic fan as I am, I, I really have no drive to play that game anytime soon. But Mario Wonder actually looked really good. And so playing through the first world, it's a really cool game so far uh it feels very fresh for 2d mario and and i think from what i've read 
it's not hard to find that 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 is exactly what they wanted with this game. They were very specifically trying to get away from the trappings of previous Mario games. Um, now, of course, a lot of the stuff is still there. There's still a flagpole. You know, there's still a new transformation. But this time it's something wacky. It's an elephant. You become Elephant Mario and the furries are having a heyday with that. It's great. But I played through, let me tell you, I played through the second level of the game and it was called Piranha Plants on Parade. Um, now, the way the way each level seems to work so far is that you you are uh, trying to collect seeds in the game, which take the place of power stars from previous Mario's, where they're your main collectible, they're how you unlock further levels and such. So you play through a level, and just for beating the level, you get a seed. But in every level, there's a hidden, like, uh, flower, because you're in the flower kingdom. So you find this magical flower, and then it transforms the levels in, like, in, like, an acid trip kind of way. It's, it's a very trippy game. So you get this flower, and the level changes. Uh, and that can mean that, like, uh, uh, warp pipes start moving like caterpillars or uh, a stampede of this enemy will chase after you and you're you're running on top of the crowd of the stampeding enemy but in this in this level piranha plants on parade um it was very rayman legends because instead of like the level itself transforming the piranha plants start singing and then the level becomes more of a classic mario auto scroller but while you're running through this auto scroll, the piranha, the piranha plants are doing this little song and it was adorable and charming. And I haven't seen anything else exactly like that from the game. I hope that's not the only time they they do a little music thing. Um, but it makes me really excited to play through the rest of that game. And, and being 2D Mario, that does lend itself very well to just pick up, play a couple levels and leave. Um, so... So I might juggle that while playing other stuff, because once I get my palette cleanse, I do want to go back to Cyberpunk and finish that because I'm only doing the DLC. The end of that is very much within my grasp. But like I said, I was getting a little burnt out and eventually I will get back to Baldur's Gate. I do not know when I do want to. I, I can't even guarantee at this point that I'm going to get back to it this year, but I, but I do really want to. Um, I need... Uh... I think the game awards are happening in December and you know, the, the, the whole, the whole conceit of this podcast, the healthy obsession podcast, right? Is that I, I engage with video games in the exact same way that I would engage with art. Video games are how I experience art. Um, video games are an expression worth criticizing and critiquing and discussing and, talking with people about the things you get out of video games, which is why I want to play a lot and I want to play the interesting stuff and I want to see everything that is on offer. Now, I recognize my personal biases. There are games that I won't play. There are genres that do not interest me. But as far as the ones that do, I want to experience so much of it. And and I think at the beginning of this year, I told Hayden that I thought I was, I was transitioning out a little bit. I thought I was going to focus on other things. I'd watch more movies or I'd start reading books. And I did. I read a couple books I'm in the middle of like three other books because I think that's just how I operate as a media consumer. But but very suddenly, like the backlog of games that have come out recently is almost insurmountable. I need to take a week off and and just play games. But I actually I have right in front of me on my desk right now uh, a Gunpla that I'm building and I'm taking a break from that to record this little bit here. But the Game Awards are happening and it's going to be an interesting year and I want I want to be informed about that. I want to be able to do a podcast about that. 
I want to make some predictions, and I'm also very excited to see what's even going to be nominated. Like, I think I think there's there's some obvious standouts you can point to on the uh, the AAA market, and I think stuff like Zelda, stuff like Baldur's Gate, um, and maybe maybe Starfield is probably going to dominate a lot of the categories. But I'm also really curious how how the indie game situation is going to shake out, because even even outside of the AAA, it's it's been a really good year for indie games too. But I mean, honestly, if you're paying attention, every year is a good year for indie games. You just gotta you just gotta look for them. Um, but that's not to say there, there's been some disappointments and um, some stuff that I would like to talk about later in another one of these little diaries. Um, I would like to talk at length about my disappointment in the game Goodbye Volcano High, which I don't I don't think I was able to get into on the podcast proper. Um, but there is there's a whole nother dimension to that conversation that I need to get through before I can talk about that game, because there is a 4chan alter ego of that game called snoot game that um i'm genuinely interested in playing i think i need to play that game to have a well-rounded discussion about goodbye volcano high so i'm not gonna get into it right now um i'm gonna wrap this one up here um like i said earlier uh we don't really expect people to listen to this i know that some people do i think i think only people i know personally I might be wrong about that because I think I think our, our podcast platform that pulls our analytics, I don't think it's very good. Um, but I'm going to keep doing these. I'm going to throw them on the main feed. Um, hope you guys like it. Hope you like this little check-in. I'm going to try to do one of these once a week, but if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know that my promises on scheduling mean literally nothing. Um, but I'm going to stop that one here. We'll check back in next week, and uh, I'll, tell you, uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing, tell you what's up. But until then, bye.